0: Welcome to the first episode of Making Disciples, the podcast. I think this idea of making a podcast has just come out of so many individuals saying they just don't know where to start with their faith, or people have been around the church for a long time, but are realising that they're missing something. Uh, Or people have just said that I just feel really stagnant and I don't know what to listen to. And as you talk to them, you realize that actually some of the foundations of their faith uh, have never kind of been worked out. So the thought is that we'd do a podcast looking at uh, faith. Jesus, discipleship, what it means to be a Christian, and using really simple language, uh, keeping away from religious language and and like the religious trappings, but just trying to get down to the nuts and bolts of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. So my thought is that we'll produce one of these probably kind of weekly or something like that. Some of them will be me talking, uh, just exploring a theme. Sometimes it might be a topic, sometimes it might be a passage from the Bible, Uh, I've got this idea that we'll uh, make contact with uh, people and do little interviews. I've got a couple of interviews already with people lined up, Uh, interesting people, wise people, uh, the kind of people that you would love to have coffee with, uh, but you would never get them to have coffee with you. Uh, So I've kind of reached out and said, would you give me 20 minutes? Uh, And they've said yes. So we've got some interesting uh, interviews coming up. The thought is that this would be something where you kind of come in once a week uh, we'll explore something together uh, have some interesting voices and we'll try and work out together what it means to be disciples of Jesus and how to make disciples because let's be honest so often we have overcomplicated uh what it means to be uh, disciples of Jesus in fact I, that even phrase there to be a disciple is clunky language what does that really mean uh, to be a disciple it's religious language isn't it and, and many of us are just normal people and we'd rather uh work out our faith in a very normal um I live in East London, I minister in East London, I live in East London, all the people that I work with, I would decide, you know, I'd say they're very normal people, and what they don't want is a language that's complicated, they just want to get down to the nuts and bolts of stuff, real life stuff. So in this podcast, that's exactly what we're going to do, we're going to explore normalness of faith, and uh, hopefully we'll grow together. So here we go, episode one of Making Disciples. So we're going to explore uh, what it means to be a disciple. This is a word that's kind of thrown around. So before we start looking at some of the beliefs of the Christian faith, we're going to look at what it means to be a disciple because Jesus says that he's looking for disciples. So what is a disciple? You know, you could basically say a disciple is a learner. When you're learning to drive, you're a disciple of the person that's teaching you to drive. As a Christian, we're learners uh, of each other we're learners of uh, the church the bible but ultimately we're learners of Jesus a disciple is somebody who's learning from Jesus but it's kind of more of more than that as well um so I want to explore uh, just a little passage that you find in in mark 8 for a moment and um, I was born in the 70s and growing up in the 80s, uh, really not into 80s music at all. I was really into 70s music. My dad had a record player and he had all the Beatles albums. I love listening to Beatles. And one of the things that um, really intrigued me about the Beatles was Beatlemania. People ran... Uh, chased after the Beatles the people Beatles would get in a car and people would uh, chase after their vehicle they would scream at them at their gigs it Reminded me a little bit recently um, Justin Bieber was at a gig recently and he was trying to communicate uh, with the crowd in, in this massive theatre and all they did was scream at him because he was right there and Justin Bieber walks off stage uh, because Justin Bieber wanted to have a connection with the people in front of him, but all the people in front of him wanted to do was scream, and it reminds me in a little bit of like the Beatles. The Beatles, people screamed at them and chased after them, but ultimately didn't look for a relationship. They were just wanting to chase after these individuals, and people talk about the Beatles as if they are uh, you know the first uh, group that ever experienced that level of fame. Uh, and in some ways, that, that's true, but you know that Beatlemania, people chasing after them to be where they were it's a little bit uh, like what Jesus experienced two thousand years ago, uh, because there were moments where people would chase after Jesus to be where Jesus was, and they'd run uh, for miles to be where He was. There's this beautiful little bit in Mark chapter eight verse thirty-four. It just says this: um, Jesus then called the crowd to Him along with His disciples and said, "Whoever wants to be My disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow Me. For whoever wants to save their life must lose it but whoever wants to lose their life for me and the gospel will save it great little passage Jesus is preaching this on uh, the seafront around Galilee and right at the beginning of that passage Jesus says uh, that he calls the passage he calls around him uh, the crowd as well as the disciples so there's an obvious difference here between the disciples the ones that were following Jesus and the crowd uh I want to liken this a little bit to the Beatles for a moment. The Beatles had around them people who knew them really well knew them as as people uh, as john and ringo and paul and george knew them by name uh, and that group of friends had this intimate relationship with them and then you had all these other people that were just chasing after the car chasing after the vehicle uh, the people chasing well they were fans they were the crowds they bought the t-shirts they bought the albums they had no relationship really with the band but they would chase and run around and be where they were and then you had the friends of the beatles and Jesus is the same in this passage so Jesus has the disciples they're his friends they're the ones who he's working with relating to building relationships with and then he has this other crowd of people that are chasing after him you could almost say it that some were fans and some were followers of Jesus and Jesus in this passage calls to him both the fans and the followers uh, you know the crowd and the disciples and says If you want to be my disciples, if you want to move from being a member of the crowd, a fan, and moving into being a disciple, then he says the way to do it is this. You must take up your cross and follow me. It's almost like Jesus is saying you need to die to yourself. You need to surrender to yourself so that you can go where I am going. Jesus is heading towards the cross and on the cross he would die for the world. It's like Jesus is saying to the people, look, you can continue to be a fan of me, but actually I want you to be a devoted follower, a disciple of me, somebody who learns from me and does what I do. And to do that, you need to die to yourself, surrender to yourself, so that I might actually come to life in you. Discipleship, put it like this Discipleship is dying to ourselves, the way that we think the world works, how we use our money, how relationships work, how our future will work, how our security will work. And a disciple is somebody who is now putting their trust, not in themselves, but in Jesus and a disciple is somebody who's learning the ways of Jesus and we'll look at that in another podcast what that means to follow the ways of Jesus but following the teaching of Jesus and putting it into practice Jesus doesn't want more fans he doesn't want crowds of people he's looking for people who will be disciples and Jesus says if you want to be my disciple pick up your cross and follow me die to yourself and follow me you know people absolutely loved Jesus they loved his teaching they loved what he had to say let me just read this to you this is from John chapter 6 one of the other gospels it says the next day the crowd uh, that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realised that only one boat had been there and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples but that they had gone uh, away alone then some boats from Tiberius landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks so that's the feeding of the five thousand so some people had seen that it says in verse 24 once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there they'd not they're not gone anywhere they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search for Jesus here was a group of people who were just desperate to be where Jesus was and they would they'd hunt him down they'd they'd follow him this was Jesus mania people wanted to be where Jesus was And there's this great little bit in in Mark 6 where we're told that the people were so desperate to be where Jesus was that one of the days it says that they um chased after Jesus by running around Lake Galilee to to be where he was uh, fans of jesus they love the teaching of jesus they want to be where jesus is because they know it makes a difference in their life um, but we need to move from being a fan of jesus to a disciple of jesus and i guess this this is my main point in this opening podcast is this faith is not about being a fan of jesus christianity faith the jesus movement whatever you want to call it it's about surrendering our life to the love and will of jesus and going where jesus goes i it's, it's essentially about no longer being a fan of jesus but being somebody that surrendered to the way of jesus and w- We saw it 2,000 years ago, real life Jesus mania. People were fans of Jesus. They were enthusiastic admirers of Jesus. You know, pop stars want fans. Jesus doesn't want fans. Jesus wants followers. He wants disciples. Fans chase. uh, um, Followers follow. Uh, Jesus is looking for us to follow him. I love this little quote. Let me just give you this. Until you give Jesus all of you, You don't get the real you. Being a disciple is someone who gives Jesus all of ourselves to him. Jesus, I'm I'm giving you everything. And in this, what we get back is like our real self. We get our real self back. We get something of who we really are uh, back. So let's just uh, slow down for a second. So what is a disciple? A disciple is somebody that doesn't want to just be a fan of Jesus, but somebody that allows their entire life to be influenced and changed by the one that they follow. Uh, Disciple is quite a, a religious word, but ultimately a disciple is somebody who is starting to live their life like Jesus and the question for ourselves is, well, well, what does that actually mean? What does that actually look like? And I think there's three areas of our lives that Jesus wants to influence and three areas of our life that Jesus wants us to surrender to him. Uh, and I think it's your head, your heart and your hands. And, and this should be sticky language. I hope you'd remember this. But being a disciple of Jesus is about surrendering your head, your heart and your hands. What's your head? My head is filled full Chris concerns Uh, my head is filled full of worries and anxieties that are tied down uh, by the world around me Uh, I wake in the middle of the night worrying about some things and Jesus wants us to not have our concerns but have the concerns of God Our brains are also, they're shaped and formed by the world around us. We think about ourselves uh, in a particular way because of the influences that are around us. You know, growing up, people will have said stuff to you that shapes how you see yourself. And all of these voices around us from uh, our childhood, members of our family, from our workplace, what we consume uh, through the media, Podcasts like this all tell us something about ourselves. All these voices around us want us to uh, form us and shape us. And And Jesus wants us to have concerns in our minds. He wants us to think the way that he thinks, not the way that the world thinks. And he wants to tell us who we are and how he sees us. So the first thing is discipleship is about surrendering our minds to Jesus so that Jesus might shape our minds. We might think the way that he thinks. Uh, the second area is your heart your heart has been uh, hurt Uh, It grieves. It's broken. It has passions. It has joys. The things that you love. And Jesus wants to disciple your heart so that you love the things that he loves. You know, in our sinfulness, we end up loving all the wrong things. We end up loving things that we think are going to make us feel good. And and let's be honest about ourselves. Some of the things uh, I love sinning. You know, you've got to be honest with yourself. If sin didn't feel good, you wouldn't do it. Uh, that, that, that's the whole point. Let's not over spiritualize this. Uh, we, we love to sin and, and our hearts are riddled with sin and Jesus wants to disciple our hearts so that uh, there's, a, there's a greater voice in our hearts that helps pull us away from our sinfulness into a new way of living. Jesus wants to shape your heart. He wants you to uh, to be heartbroken for the things that he's heartbroken about. He wants you to be passionate for the things that he's passionate about. So discipleship is about your mind being shaped to think like Jesus, your heart to be formed and passionate about the things that he's passionate about and then your hands. Jesus wants your hands to be his hands. Being a disciple of Jesus is moving from this place where we appreciate what Jesus has to say and we enjoy what Jesus has to say to this place where we're living what Jesus says and we're doing what Jesus uh, did and sometimes, as disciples, we can be really wonky. Uh, we can be very well discipled in our heads, and, and not that discipled in our hearts. You know, we, we can know a lot about Jesus, but you might not change anything about what we're passionate about or what breaks our hearts. Uh, and some of us, it's like we're more like historians for the way of Jesus rather than being a disciple of living out Jesus. So, um, and you know, let you know, your hands. Some of us are very good at serving others, but if I said to you, "Why do you do it?" You don't necessarily know why you do it. So discipleship is about giving Jesus our heads, our hearts and hands. You might say, well, where do you get that from, Chris? You know, throughout the Gospels, Jesus is approached. Jesus, how do I gain eternal life? Or Jesus, how do I follow you? And Jesus's response is always the same. He quotes from Deuteronomy 6 love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind and your strength. Uh, loving God with your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And all I've done is there is simplify it down to your head, your heart, and your hands. Jesus, how do I gain eternal life? How do I live my life as if I'm living eternally today? Jesus says this: love God with your head, your heart, and your hands. Give God your head. Give God your heart and give God your hands. And it's through these, these things that these three things that we start to be shaped. Uh, around Jesus and what we're going to explore in this podcast is your head your heart and your hands we're going to look at bible passages and we're going to ask how does this change the way I think or does it how does it change the way that I live out my life Um, but I want to challenge you with this question today Jesus says that he gathers around him the crowds and the disciples and if you want to be a disciple, Jesus says, then you need to move from being a crowd member, a fan of Jesus, and actually become somebody who surrendered their life to the way of Jesus. Where you start living it out. And my question is, how how well are you doing that? How much are you doing that? And I don't ask that. Uh, for you to feel guilty let's let's shake off guilt guilt ain't helpful um it's just not helpful for any of us but uh, yeah let's be challenged let's be inspired to grow so um which are you are you a fan of Jesus or are you a follower of Jesus? Are you a crowd member of Jesus or are you a disciple of Jesus who's living out your faith? Have you ever committed your your life to that kind of discipleship? Dorothy Day, love her, she says this, do you love the truth enough to live it? Do you love the truth enough to live it? I often ask myself this, do I love the truth enough to live it a disciple is someone who loves Jesus enough to live out Jesus i think the reason we have lost generations of young people in the church is because we've clung on to a safe domesticated jesus we've uh, clung on to a tame and respectable jesus uh, we've caged the wild galilean Jesus. And my greatest fear is that for some of us, uh, we are trying to get through life as safely as possible. And Mother Teresa uh, says that some of us, you know, we, we're just trying to get to death safely. But she says, I love this. She says, Friends, don't walk, but hop, skimp, jump, you know, get through life with passion and energy. Take a risk. Um, You know, Mother Teresa, you know, she certainly took a risk by the way that she lived her life. My greatest fear is that some of us, we're just trying to get to heaven safely. Jesus never walked through his life with safety. And if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, then we've got to live our lives in the same way that Jesus lived some forms of christianity friends are toxic because they're poisonous because they're filled full of boredom and there you know so many christians who were just bored with their faith but you know what they're not bored with jesus they're bored with religion and in this Uh, podcast Uh, I want to challenge us and wake us up a little bit from this toxic boredom for our faith and said you know what Jesus is amazing Uh, what Jesus has to offer each of our lives is pretty incredible so over the coming weeks we're going to explore more of what it means to love Jesus with a head and our heart and hands Uh, and as the podcast goes on we're going to look at lots of topics I'd love us to look at why did Jesus die and why does the resurrection matter Uh, but I don't want to look at it from a religious perspective I want to look at it from a real life perspective perspective so question for you as we end this podcast uh either you're on your way to work or you're listening to this while you're doing the dishes or something like that you're doing the normalness of life right now what does it look like for you now to die to yourself and live for Jesus what difference does Jesus make in your life today uh in your workplace Do you need to make different decisions because you want to honour Jesus uh, in the way that you work? Um, At home, are there choices that you are making that you need to make differently because you know the way of Jesus is compassionate, grace and merciful? Uh, Is there something that needs to change in the way that you live at home? Being a disciple of Jesus is about living out Jesus wherever you are right now what's the space that you're in what space are you about to go into and what will it look like for you to be Jesus in that place friends I want to leave you with that thought as we go uh this is a new podcast people don't know about it. If you're listening to it, you're an early adopter. I would love you to share it. Uh, If you could like this on whatever you're listening to, that just helps uh, other people find this podcast. Uh, Could you text a friend and say, I've just listened to this. I think this is going to be great. Uh, Follow in. Um, You guys are going to need to share this because there's no way that this is going to get out there on uh, and on, on any other platform. So if you could share this with friends that would be uh, absolutely fantastic. Friends we'll meet again soon. Grace and peace.